Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Cray News with Kay on a Monday is a staple now on the Joe Pag Show. It is Kay Smythe. Kay, how are you? Good to see you. I'm doing great, Joe. How are you doing? I'm living the dream. So you texted me earlier. I had people from Fox text me earlier. My wife texted me earlier. Tucker is out. Now, you work for The Daily Caller. You're a news and commentary writer at The Daily Caller. You're also on Newsmax all the time. And, of course, here at least on Mondays, if not more. Um, Tucker Carlson was one of the founders, if not the founder, of The Daily Caller. Does that give you any more insight any more inside information uh, with his departure from Fox? So, so yeah, Tucker co-founded The Daily Caller with Neil Patel, who still runs the show. Uh, Neil's a great boss. He just, I don't know, just always has his finger on the pulse. You know, like he's a mover and shaker. Right. Um, but he then, Tucker then sort of got his contract at Fox. He went exclusive. So me personally, all of the insider goss and stuff I've had has I none of it's come really from the Daily Caller. It's okay. all come from people at News Corp. It's come from people, you know, uh, outside of the organization. And, you know, let's be honest, Joe, like if I did know something that I learned from inside the caller, I probably like just to protect my colleagues, probably wouldn't say anything. But uh, it's a shock. Oh, no, it, it, it is. And yeah. I want to I want to stop you because you said you got some some from people at News Corp. Yeah, I, I did, too. And I won't say who they are. That's for sure. But, Kay, what blows me away is that they didn't see it coming. They were like, what? Like, like, like nobody inside the building in New York saw this coming. Did anybody at the caller see this coming? Um, I didn't see Tucker getting fired. What I thought, and I wrote about this last year, he gave this incredible speech in Iowa. I can't remember what the summit you was. You sent it to me. It was amazing. Yeah, so he gave this, like, incredible speech. And now I, like, Joe... I'm going to be honest with you. This is this is going to sound terrible. When I finish work for the day, I don't engage in the news. I find it stressful and I'm exposed to all of it. Yeah. So like I when I sit back and like relax and watch stuff for the evening, I'm either watching your interviews because they're informative, but also fun. Thank you. Or I'm watching absolute trash yeah. and I'm fine with that. But so I've never really gotten like the whole Tucker thing. Um, I'd love to show. Obviously, I love working for the caller. He has created the best culture ever there. But it wasn't until I saw this speech that my jaw was like on the floor, sort of like this guy leads the country. He really does yeah. in so many ways. More people tune in to watch Tucker Carlson than watch, um, I think, most certainly CNN. Yes. Um, more people are sort of engaged with him than the president. I was like, this is like Tucker's a big threat to this mass takeover. And the other thing I just want to know, and I know I'm going off on a tangent, so I promise I'm nearly done. The other thing I want to note, Joe, and I said this to John right before I came on today. I was like, my only concern is with all of the news that's coming out today and with Biden claiming that he's going to make an announcement tomorrow that he's going to seek re-election. Oh my god. I wonder what else is going on in the world that they need us to be distracted from. They yes. need us to be distracted from it so significantly that they got rid of Don Lemon, who's one of the most controversial figures in right. news media. They got rid of Tucker, who is the most controversial figure in news media for completely different reasons. Biden's about to announce his re-election campaign. What what are we being distracted from right now? Has China actually invaded Taiwan? Has that happened? Because it wouldn't I mean, surprise me at this point. I, I, I don't think that you're far off. There is something big going on. Um, another big story, which is actually, when it comes to news, is bigger than Tucker, bigger than Don Lemon, 
And Tucker and Don Lemon aren't really comparable, to be honest with you. Don Lemon should have been fired a long time ago. He wasn't yeah. because he's intersectional. He's black and gay. And that, I think, kept his job a little bit longer than they should have. He's never gotten any ratings. He is completely wrong in almost everything. So him being gone is not a big surprise to me. Yeah. Um, but even bigger than Tucker and Don Lemon is the fact that Susan Rice is out as an advisor for Biden. Because if you ask people who are newsies and these wonky sort of governmental types, they would have said, had you said, who's running the White House? Because not Biden. They would have all said Susan Rice. So Susan Rice's agenda has failed for two years now, miserably. So she's out, Kay, and nobody's talking about that. Because who steps in? Now, Susan Rice, I think, was doing the bidding for Obama, who was doing his third term. But if she's out, who now is going to advise this dolt we have walking around the White House? Oh, my gosh, Joe. I dread to think. It's got to be someone linked to the Clintons or something like that, right? I, w- I would think so, the Clintons slash Obamas. But then let's let's add to that the fact that the entire weekend, and I don't try to watch this crap either. I do look at the videos later. Um, but the entire weekend, even the left-leaning shows on NBC and ABC and CBS, they were all showing a poll saying, and the Wall Street Journal wrote about this, Joe Biden should not seek re-election. And all of a sudden, tomorrow, he's going to announce that he is? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. There's so a lot bad. going on here. Don't watch television on weekends, everyone. <laughs> um, it's so stressful. But no, I, there is something major happening. It's none of these news stories. Like, that's what I know for sure. I think that definitely there is some, I, you know, maybe it's the deep state. I mean, Elon Musk went on Tucker. One of the last big interviews that Tucker did was with Elon Musk right. talking about the deep state. Yes. And the fact that, like, federal agencies have been leveraging data collected by Twitter and Lord knows what other companies, whether they're public or private. Like, the government knows everything that we're doing and there is a mass campaign going on right now that is not just to do with misinformation. It's to do with the blatant obfuscation of actual things that are going on in the world that will have an impact on us. Like another story that I wrote today, Joe, was the fact that California has almost 300% more snow packed than it's had for, you know, decades. When that thing melts, we could lose most crops in California. And California feeds, like, it's a quarter of the food that we eat as a country. But wait a second. Wait a second. Global warming and there's a a 300% pack of snow, more than usual? How does that happen? Global warming, Kay. But you're (laughs) right. When it melts, it's going to flood everything. Yeah, it is going to flood everything. And this, like, you know, the cities in California already have, like, huge problems. We saw during the storms earlier this year. I mean, it took mainstream news outlets coming out and saying, why is no one protecting the people of California from these horrific storms? I think 20-plus people died in these storms in California because of the mismanagement of the disaster. And now no one's talking about this impending disaster. No one's talking about the impending economic disaster. No one's talking about the fact that me, someone who has a great credit score, is now going to get essentially taxed for that because people who don't have great credit scores want to buy homes. What is going on? Yeah, we we did that last week. It's Bizarro World. We did that story last week. It's nuts. It's Casemith. Go to Casemith.com. Casemith.com. Read everything she does on The Daily Caller. She's great. Um, I've got to ask you now that you brought up California. And, and by the way, Tucker is a huge story. I'm going to lead my show with it tonight. Don Lemon, not a huge story. The ladies on The View are a bunch of actresses that make me sick. I don't know if you saw any of that. But but when it comes to California, this is real stuff for real people. And Gavin Newsom's in Alabama running for president. Can you explain to me why this guy, who has ruined 
the state of California, ruined the city of San Francisco, made people by the millions leave that state. What goes on in his brain, Kay, that makes him think he can be the leader of the free world? Oh, it's not him, Joe. Gavin Newsom, there is nothing going on under all of that hair and those teeth. <laughs> there is nothing happening. So I think what's, re- you know, what's really happening is someone within the sort of Democrat oligarchy has come and, you know, they've seen Robert Kennedy running. I, I actually think Robert Kennedy, is it junior? Yeah, Robert yes, Kennedy junior. Right. I think he's a pretty viable primary option. He Everyone. Is telling me I'm crazy, You're not. but he toes that middle line that kind of meets all of America to a certain extent. Go, go look at Twitter. You've got huge conservative accounts applauding him for his stance yeah. on, the, on the shots and yeah. on COVID and on Fauci. He is, look, he's a very far, he's just like his dad, very far left-wing guy that you and I would disagree with on a lot, but on really big issues, mm-hmm. very smartly moderate or right-leaning. I completely agree. And so I'm excited to see how he does. I hope he doesn't get hit with the Kennedy curse or anything like that. And I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. And I touch wood and all of that to, you know, protect him and everyone, obviously. But I think that, you know, Newsom is just stupid enough to actually believe that he can run, (laughs) but also stupid enough so that he's easily manipulated into doing the bidding of whoever the real puppet master is behind the Democrat elite and the globalists. And I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know, Joe, at this point, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw like, uh, you know, an Alex Jones ticket for 2024. Like, I think the whole thing, I think we are just in the beginning of this thing and it's going to get so crazy. Uh, Obviously, uh, RFK Jr. is going to try to primary Biden, obviously, because he's already announced. Nobody yeah. else has on the left. Do you think that any real movers and shakers in the Democrat Party, there's no way Gavin Newsom's going to take on Biden, will he? They're both just think, as dumb, but... I don't know. See, I don't think... I think there's probably a lot of division within the Democrat Party right now because they know that Biden isn't a viable candidate, that he's not going to make... Like, he hasn't made us look strong. He hasn't right. been a good president. And so I wouldn't be surprised if they maybe start positioning Newsom for Biden to basically say, yeah, I'm going to run again for president and then go, actually, I don't think I am going to run again for president because I'm old and useless. So I'm <laughs> I don't think he's going to say that. I don't think he'll say that part, but I mean, that'll be the reason. Certainly it's case yeah. Casemythe.com. Let me ask you before we move on completely from Tucker and you're a commentary writer and you and I speculate all the time. I'm going to give my opinion. I gave it earlier in the program as well. I think Fox news may have asked Tucker Carlson, to say something or do something on the air, and he refused. Do you think that's viable? Yeah, I think that's completely viable. He's like, the kind of guy think, that would say no. And I also think that he's the kind of guy where if he's got something and he wants to go out on TV and say it, like 99 times out of 100, like he's going to go out there and say it. And this is why, this is that culture of just, look, Joe, I'm going to tell you, I got some advice from one of my uh, professional mentors and a close friend who's like doing really well in news media right now he's probably going to be the next tucker carlson actually awesome but he was mentored by tucker and tucker said apparently that everyone is replaceable absolutely everyone in news media unless you're doing your own thing everyone is replaceable if i and tucker said if i got fired on a monday i'd be replaced by the tuesday and i'd be forgotten about by the friday and i remember thinking at the time how humbling like how humble that was right but also how I was like, wow, now I work for an organization that that guy started and right. his mindset and culture 
is still so prevalent in our newsroom today. And so I was like, oh, that feels really good. But I was sitting there thinking about this advice today, thinking, actually, I don't think, I think this is the worst way they could have gotten rid of Tucker ever. I think that they made a huge mistake. I mean, you know, I look at some other people, like I saw a tweet that was like, News Nation is interested in Tucker Carlson and like <laughs> Don Lemon. I'm like, I'm sure you are, man. <laughs> Who oh is, the, the, the Joe Pag show is interested in Tucker Carlson. But, but, uh, yeah, but again, right? I, I mean, if, 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 um, well, what he said is true. Like, you can't put somebody else on the Joe Paggs show tomorrow and still be Joe Paggs. You have to change the name and everything else. Tucker Carlson tonight is Tucker Carlson tonight. You'd have to call it something else. But for him to do what I think that is going to be the most successful for him, he does a podcast, whatever the hell we're calling it these days, a vodcast, and he controls it. He can say anything he wants, do anything he wants, and every single one of those three million nightly uh, nightly viewers will follow him wherever he goes because he means that much to them when it comes to news and information and, and entertainment. I think this is a great move for him at the end of the day, but I really do think he was asked to do something. I don't have any, any facts on this. I'm just guessing. He was asked to, to do something. He's a guy who, who looks like he'll dig his heels in like I would. If, if my companies and my stations all said, you must show support for the vaccines, I'd be done because I wouldn't do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I actually, yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure that that was a huge factor. If it didn't happen once, it probably happened multiple times and maybe he got sick of it. I have no idea. I'm just speculating yeah. at this point. But I think, I think Tucker Carlson has pretty much a golden ticket. I think that he can go absolutely anywhere Agreed. and do absolutely anything right now and be successful at it. Maybe maybe he'll take a step back from the public eye altogether. Well, well, uh, well, well, the, well but the election, the election sure. is next year. That'd be really hard for him to do. Uh, with it, this is a big, big election, and I think he believes, like you and I believe, it may be the most important election in our lifetimes, and we say that all the time, but clearly after two years of this ridiculous administration, this is a big, big election. It's Casemith. Go to Casemith.com. I don't have a ton of time, but I want to know what mil- Million Voices is. Um, is it an organization? Is it a movement? What is Million Voices? Oh, yeah, I forgot that I sent you that thing I read on there earlier. So Million Voices is, uh, it's an organization, it's uh, it's a non-profit organization founded by John Graves, uh, who's a good friend of mine. Um, Joe, some of the stuff that these guys, okay, I should back up a bit. Why would people want to know about Million Voices? Yeah. So Million Voices, I the way I would describe the organization is it's really a bridge between you and your elected officials. Um, it turns out, Joe, that going on Twitter, Facebook, any kind of social media and trying or emailing or even calling your local representatives, of which there are like more than 7,000 across the country. Like people seem to think, oh, it's only like I've only got a governor and I've got like a couple of, you know, maybe state senators or whatever, right. like a senator, congressman. But no, there's thousands, thousands and thousands of elected officials in every single state. And these people seem to respond more to letter writing campaigns than literally any other form of contact. Wow. And so Million Voices have set up basically it's 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 so great. I like wish actual letters? Like like you yeah. write a letter, put it in an envelope and send it? Yeah. So if you people say, are doing that these uh, days? Oh, yeah, people are doing that these days. So say, for example, if you wanted to, Joe, uh, make sure that everyone who is in your immediate, your, your sort of local, state, and federal um, electorate then, 
Uh, and you care about, let's think off the top of my head, uh, protecting life, protecting gun rights, protecting the rights of children not to be like mutilated under like all this transgender stuff. Right. If you care about, you know, the First Amendment, any major cause that falls within sort of like what I would spin as more of a conservative umbrella, but really it's just Christian values in this day and age. Um, but anything that kind of falls under those sort of Christian values, you can just sign up to Million Voices. I think it's about 19 bucks a month, something like that. And these people, like, I mean, the number of responses that people have had from their local elected officials. And even if you don't want to do that, they've got some great stories on the site. You can read all about, like, like I was reading one the other day that was about, I don't know how many actual Christian celebrities there are, like, in the mainstream yeah. who go out and speak publicly about their faith because so much of it is censored. Oh, no, no, nobody covers it. You're right. Nobody covers, no it. covers yeah. it. And the other great thing that I learned, again, through John and through Million Voices, was uh, they've written a lot about uh, the Asbury revival and sort of this great awakening that's going on in the world right now. Right. So even though we've got crazy stuff happening, like Tucker getting censored and cut from his job, you know, like there is... I mean, there are healings taking place. There are revivals taking place all across the world. There is a larger Christian movement right now than there is a crazy mainstream media drag queen kids show movement. And we just you like I just feel like people need to shine a light on it more and realize that there is hope and there are good things happening. Okay, so. awesome. I, I appreciate you filling us in on that. We can talk more about that next time as well. It's Kay Smythe. Go to KaySmythe.com. Read everything she does on the Daily Caller. She's amazing. And uh, we'll be on Newsmax tonight, right? Yeah, oh, I guess I'm, like, we're doing a pre-record, so I would have just been on the 5 o'clock okay. hour. well, there you yeah. go. All right, well, very good. Uh, Kay, I appreciate you. Let's do it again soon. Thank you. Thank you. All right, back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. I appreciate you stopping by. That's going to do it for tonight. Tomorrow, special guest will be Jim Jordan. That's right, Congressman Jim Jordan, great state of Ohio. You're going to want to hear that interview. You're going to want to see that interview, depending on how you consume the show. Thanks for stopping by. For Polo, for Sam, for Carrie, I'm Joe. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. This is the Joe Pegg Show.